Hello and welcome to the Didache podcast, where we draw upon past wisdom to help plant and grow new churches. In this A Sunday with Jesus series, I'll be joined by a range of guests, and together we'll walk through a typical Sunday, from the call to worship through to food after the service. And we're asking, how do these things help us to follow Jesus throughout the week? My hope is that we'll see our gathered worship of Jesus as the heart of our church life together and our discipleship to Jesus. Not just because of what we're doing, but because of what God is doing in these gatherings. As James Smith wrote, Worship is the arena in which God recalibrates our hearts, reforms our desires, and rehabituates our loves. Worship isn't just something we do, it's where God does something to us. Worship is the heart of discipleship, because it's the gym in which God retrains our hearts. Thanks to all those involved in these episodes, thanks to John Smith for the incredible intro music, and to you for listening. I hope this series helps enlarge your vision of Jesus and his church. Welcome to the Dedicate podcast and this little series that we're calling A Sunday with Jesus. We're asking, why do we as followers of Jesus do what we do on Sundays and what, what difference does that make to the rest of our week? In this episode, I'm going to be discussing prayer uh, and I'm pleased to be here with Mike Walker, Vicar of St. John's Southend. Mike, good to be with you. Great to be with you, Sam. More barrel scrapage. <laughs> well, the last conversation we had was on music, and it wasn't scraping the barrel. It was absolute glory. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I hope it was helpful to those uh, who, who've listened to that. But we're talking about prayer, and of course, I mean, there's, there's a great relationship between music and prayer, not least uh, in the Psalms, and we'll, we'll talk about that shortly. But Mike, look, if someone new came into a church uh, gathering, worship gathering, they'd hopefully encounter a lot of prayer. Uh, there's the Psalms, this intercession slot, the Lord's mm. Prayer, and we're going to get into each of those. Like, what is prayer? What do you think prayer is, and why is it important to followers of Jesus? Oh gosh, that's a big question. <laughs> yeah, that hopefully they would see that. I mean, actually, I mean, I don't know if I'm speaking to a bunch of Anglicans or, or people of all stripes, but but certainly it's a big part of the Anglican authorized services. You know, prayers all over the place, all of those things, intercession, Psalms. Um, as well as the Lord's Prayer is going to be a feature of every authorised service in the Church of England. But uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what is prayer? Um, well, you know, the means, I guess, the means by which um, the Lord is going to do things in his world amongst his people, the way he's going to achieve his kingdom purposes is always through prayer. So I sometimes tell my church, um, I was like, look, the Lord's going to do what he needs to do. He's going to do that in Southend, uh, whether we pray or not. But if we don't pray, he'll use someone else and he'll use someone else's prayers and he'll get what he needs to get done. Uh, so the thing is, so I say to my church family, look, I don't want to be discounted. I don't want to be, you know, outside the purposes of God when he get when he does great things around here. And he will. Um, he'll use prayer. He'll use the prayer of his people. And so I pray and I say to my church, look. Let's make it our prayers. Let's pray to God. Let's pray that he will do what he's going to do. Um, whether those are like the really big and amazing supernatural things, or even just those, actually, sometimes I think even more supernatural <laughs> of loving one another, you know, bearing with one another, bearing each other's burdens, serving one another wholeheartedly, uh, being a blessing and a help. 
uh, to each other. Those almost most miraculous things that the Lord would pull together a bunch of people, a bunch of weirdos like me, and that we might love one another, that he would do that. Well, that needs prayer. And I want to be a part of uh, his purposes here and, and doing, you know, doing the Lord's bidding as we pray and as he works it all out. So that's, that's kind of, <laughs> that would be my little overview. That's kind of the kind of things I say. <laughs> anyway. Lord, absolutely love it. Absolutely. But it's so central to what it is to follow Jesus. And as we said in the last episode, you know, we sing because Jesus sung. Again, we pray, don't we? Because Jesus prayed. I was actually doing a Bible study with a, with a group earlier. We were looking at Luke chapter 6. And it just says in verse 12, uh, Jesus went up to the mountain to pray. And all night he continued in prayer to, mm. to God the Father. Uh, so Jesus pulled an all-nighter to pray there. And we, we see him often waking up early to pray. Uh, mm. And uh, and as Paul Blacken points out, uh, he, he did a previous episode or two on, on, this, uh, on this series. He, he talks about how... Um, the disciples saw Jesus do a lot of things, calm the storm, raise the dead, heal the sick. But it's only when they, they hear and pray that they say, Lord, teach us to do that. Yes. And I love that. Thought. I know. Yeah, well, that is there, well, How does he respond? He responds to the Lord's prayer. Hopefully, yeah. uh, as, as I say, if a new person comes to church, they'll hear the people of God pray this prayer that we call the Lord's mm. Prayer. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk to us about, about that prayer? I do love that prayer. And I, I love the fact that, you know, in that section, particularly in the section in Matthew's Gospel, where in the Sermon on the Mount, um, Jesus calls us all to go away and pray privately in our own rooms. And then we pray, don't we, our Father in heaven. It always struck me and I always, you know, it's precious to me, I guess, that we say our, we use those, collect, you know, those collective pronouns. So that even when I do, you know, go off on my own and pray on my own, you know, and mimic the life of Jesus, as you've just told us there, I'm still kind of imagining the church family around me and I'm still praying corporate prayers and saying, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. And then we say, don't we give us today our daily bread, forgive us our sins. So I'm still, you know, he didn't change the pronouns there and just be like, forgive me my sins, give me my daily bread. You know, you might pray those prayers, but actually the pattern that the Lord Jesus has set for us in the Lord's prayer is a very corporate one. You know, we're st- even when we're on our own and praying that prayer, uh, and of course that, you know, that prayer in itself just kind of highlights what the big, key, important things the Lord wants us to be praying about are. But even as we pray it, I, I'm still imagining, even if I'm praying that prayer on my own, I'm still imagining the church around me and praying on behalf of my church family, you know, more widely, perhaps even the church of God, you know, as a whole maybe even closer to home than that, maybe my own little family, my biological family around me. Um, I'm, I'm praying big prayers and I'm praying corporate prayers, even as I say the Lord's Prayer. Yeah, that's one thing anyway. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. Uh, it's been such a precious prayer for me, actually, uh, over the years. And I, I feel it's so simple. You can probably pray it in about 20 seconds, uh, but it's so profound. And of course, you can unpack each line as you go if you want or sometimes particularly if you've got a, a kid jumping on your head first thing in the morning it might just be oh let's just pray the lord's prayer there uh, before we get on with the day and yeah it just kind of orients us to the lord doesn't it and his his priorities yeah the dedicate which uh the kind of the 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 the, the document that this podcast is named after recommends christians pray in the lord's prayer three times a day 
I think if you're a good Anglican, you probably you probably do that. Um, but probably daily, like we should be praying that prayer, right? So Sundays we pray it, pray each day, yeah. Yeah, we certainly do every time we gather to pray. So we do some Zoom prayer um, here at St John's uh, together, which is working so well for us. And we say the Lord's prayer together. It's always a bit, it's always a bit rubbish on Zoom. Can't quite hear each other very well, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> We do it anyway. Yeah, we say the Lord's Prayer. Just, it, you know, it beds it in, doesn't it? Beds it down. And yeah, I, you know, I often say, if you don't, yeah, if you don't know what to pray, start there. Yeah. And get, get, get the Lord's, get hallowed be thy name and your kingdom come and your will be done. Um, get that right at the center of your prayer life. It's right at the top of that prayer. It's right at the center. It should be right at the center of the church's prayer life. Mm. Um, as, uh, you know, it, and it, you know, so straight away, it kind of lifts me up and out of my own, you know, it stops me navel gazing that. Now, I know I'm going to come to the Lord with my own personal things, and that's important, and that's fine. But straight away, that prayer is going to get me up and out of my navel, first yeah. and foremost, get me looking to the Lord, get me looking to Jesus and start praying for his kingdom and his glory mm. uh, like that. So straight, you know, that's at the right at the top of that prayer, isn't it? Glorious absolutely awesome and Bonhoeffer who has a, a book on the on on the Psalms and uh, and we'll come to them in a moment he says just picking up on that point you just said left to ourselves no doubt we should often pray no more than the fourth petition of the Lord's Prayer which is give us today our daily bread um, and it's just so important that those other lines are there before um, mm. and obviously when they're thinking give us today our daily bread it shouldn't be navel gazing or mm. um, or you know here's my shopping list for my own selfish desires we're always yeah. as you say thinking our we're thinking outwards and upwards mm. in that mm. prayer Mm. well we're doing so i'm doing a sermon series in john 15 at the moment and it's the whole sort of i'm the vine you're the branches thing and jesus is commanding his church he's saying look i've loved you you know in the same way that my father's loved me i've loved you now love one another he he sort of repeats that idea multiple times over and over again sort of cycling around it and that's when he says certainly in john's gospel anyway he's like ask my father anything you want and it'll be yours and so i i sort of you know the way i've sort of explained that is in this project to love one another as a church family, like in project love one another, which is what Jesus kind of set out in John 15. When it comes to that, when it comes to loving each other in a church, the Lord's like, ask the father anything, anything mm -hmm. you want. In, if you're doing that stuff, then ask God for anything because he's really into that. He really wants to see that. That is right on the Lord's heart. So you ask God for anything when it comes to that particular project and you've got it. You've got it. So pray, church, pray, pray for the resources you need to love one another as the Lord has loved us. And the Lord's like, yes, it's already a yes. <laughs> you can have that. So hey, listen, man. So Lord's Prayer, um, that's going to be there every Sunday and every day. Um, Christians in the past have seen a deep connection between the Lord's Prayer and the Psalms. So Luther says of the Psalms, it's interwoven with the Our, Our Father in such a way that we can understand each through the other very well and see their happy harmony. He kind of sees the Lord's Prayer as a summary of the Psalms. And so again, yeah. like as, as a, new, a new person coming into church, they're going to hear us say and pray and perhaps sing lots of Psalms. Could you tell yeah. us, talk to us a little bit about the Psalms? 
Well, gosh, yeah, Psalms are both a songbook and a prayer book, aren't they? And I think we said in a, in a previous episode, here's something, here's, here's a book of the Bible just devoted to these, to these very things and things that Jesus himself owns and he himself prays and leads us out in those prayers. So it's no surprise, is it, then, that if, if Jesus is kind of the leader of God's people as the, as the, as the, create, you know, the director of music and the true psalmist is, is sort of leading out in these prayers, if these are his thoughts and we're just thinking them after him, mm-hmm. then, uh, yeah, I guess it, it makes a lot of sense that he's kind of summarised it for us. He's brought down, <laughs> makes a lot of sense that the whole of the psalms is kind of condensed into the uh, the Lord's Prayer in, in such a neat and wise way as Jesus only could. So, Amazing. yeah, that makes sense. But we, I mean, in our church, we don't explicit them. I mean, we we do psalms in our prayer time. So we always say the psalms together in the, in the prayer time. Sometimes we've done them responsibly as well, say them to one another and, and things like that. Um, we do in our more liturgical service. So we have a 9 a.m. where we will we'll, we'll, uh, offer a psalm there and weave that in and it, it generally comes uh, sometime before the sermon, uh, which then is immediately followed by the intercessions. But our 11 a.m., I guess, is, you know, we don't actually have a set psalm reading. But again, I would hope that when we're worshipping together in song, um, many of the songs we're singing are either lifting the words of the psalms directly mm. into the music or they're very close paraphrases um, so that we are actually in so we're singing things that are very psalm-like, if not directly the psalms. Yeah. And prayerfully. And the whole, and and you know, the one the other thing I say about sometimes when we're doing morning or evening prayer together is even though we're reading scripture and reading the psalms, I often say, like at the beginning of our time together, let's pray. Right. It, you know, I know we're doing a Bible reading, or, or a few people might be reading the Bible in our time of prayer, but I encourage it just, just to see the whole thing. Like the whole act from start to finish, so it's generally half an hour for us, the whole act from start to finish as an act of prayer. Mm. And even as we discuss, like we might read a psalm and discuss it, I'm like, why don't we do that as uh, the whole thing almost as an act of prayer? Yeah. Um, so that we're seeing, so we've got this bigger conception of prayer than just what we often think of as prayer, which was prayer in session when we start praying for all the, all the people in the church who are sick or needy in any way. But let's just see the whole thing, the reading of the scriptures, the discussion of the scriptures straight afterwards, the pauses in between, the little bits of silence here and there. Let's just use all of that, and make it um, a prayerful time, the whole thing together like that. Amen to that. Amen. And you, you just used this word intercession. Uh, just give us a, a brief word on intercessions. What, what's that section of the service uh, all about? Yeah, so that, that I suppose that is what we most commonly think of, I think, when we think of prayer is we're, we're going to intercede. We're going to pray for particular things, maybe particular people, particular situations. Uh, we're going to name those to the Lord together in prayer. So, you know, whether someone's sick or someone's, you know, whatever those things are, or, or there's a particular crisis going on, or we might be praying for a different part of the world altogether, or a part of God's church in another land. We're praying prayers of intercession. But, you know, there are prayers of worship and devotion. There might be prayers of confession, confessing our sins to God. There might be prayers, you know, where we're praying in the truth of God into our own hearts, whatever it might be. There's a wide gamut and spectrum of, of prayer. And the Psalms teach us that. I mean, that's it. That isn't that the Psalms? The Psalms really teach you to have a really wide gamut of prayer. Um, but part of that, of course, will be prayers of intercession and praying for the needs of others and the other situations. 
Absolutely. And just so important to keep, keep our eyes open to what's what's going on in the world and not just what's going on on the BBC website homepage, but actually yeah. encourage people to look at Open Doors website and see their prayer diary and see what's going on in the, the church around the world, how we can be praying for one another and lifting one another's names and situations before the Lord uh, in prayer. Glorious. Mm. Yeah, we're going to keep this episode brief, but just one final word on just that. How do we connect all those things that we've we've talked about uh, that we do on Sundays with the rest of our week? We've already touched a little bit on the Lord's Prayer, uh, but how would you encourage us to keep praying throughout the week? Well, I mean, if I'm speaking to any church leaders here or people who are sort of leading out in ministry, just make it a massive thing. I kind of want to be as a church leader, I want to be foremost in prayer, you know, for the church family. So that they see in their church leader, whoever's leading them, you know, they see someone who is devoted themselves um, in prayer. I don't think we can escape that as church leaders. We're foremost in prayer like that. And we're setting an agenda for prayer. That That's, you know, on my heart, you know, even as, even as I stepped into 2022 and I sort of surveyed what, what we might do this year. Um, the one thing I really wanted to do was just to pray, pray more. And find find ways, not not just like more prayer meetings, but find more creative ways. But introduce different opportunities, ways. Um, so we have, for example, we do like twenty four hour prayers over a WhatsApp group. So most of the church, not all of the church here, but most of the church is in a massive WhatsApp group. It's huge. There's like bazillions of WhatsApps almost every day, but it's like devoted to prayer. It's not for anyone just to post anything on there. For it I'm like a personal blog to the church, but we try and keep it to like prayer. What are we praying? What, is, what do we need to pray for? And on that prayer WhatsApp, we, we just did a 24 hour like vigil of prayer, like passing on the baton from one person to the next. We just put names on a list and uh, got, got people to sign up for an hour or whatever it was, or two people in each slot. And then we just kind of pass the, the baton on in the WhatsApp group and we're writing down our prayers and we're putting scriptures on there and we're putting music on there and everything like that. So that was just one, that's one thing we've done several times now as a church that just puts prayer on the agenda. We're doing key times of the year, beginning of the year, beginning of Lent, beginning of, you know, all those kind of markers that we have in the Christian calendar. Let's use those. Let's get, let's get one another praying. Let's use technology like WhatsApp and Zoom and whatever to facilitate prayer it doesn't have to be just like we're going to set up a prayer meeting meet at church at seven o'clock like i'm fine i'm trying to find ways to lead out um and to get the church praying keep us praying really helpful advice there thanks so much for that mike and as we've been saying throughout this whole series we we do these things as a church family because jesus first did them and just here, here's a quote to finish from mike reeves and his book enjoy your prayer life, uh, which is a great little book. And he says, the son Jesus is the first prayer and the salvation he brings is a sharing of his own communion with his father. Prayer is learning to enjoy what Jesus has always enjoyed. Mike, uh, Mike Reeves, thank you for that quote. And Mike Walker, thanks so much for uh, a great, a great discussion on prayer. And hopefully for those listening, this has given you some food for thought uh, and inspiration uh, to keep enjoying this great gift of prayer. Um, Amen. Thanks so much.